0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to be digging deep. We're going to be digging deep today. We are going to be talking about self sabotage, which is brought to you by its little ugly friend, self limiting beliefs. And I'm just going to be honest with you. It's funny. You would probably laugh at my routine for creating these episodes for you. I think of the topic and it has to really really resonate with me. I'm not gonna lie. I can't just look at a topic and like BS my way through it. So I think of the topic, I get really excited about it and then I start to dig deep and think about my own experiences with the with the topic um, or my clients, both I guess. Um, and then I start to go through so I can like I type out some notes I will also honestly like walk around my house or be in my car. I love to coach and speak and that's how I learn and obviously that's how I teach and so that's a really good process for me. So I walk around my house and I like kind of talk things through out loud. Anyway, I'll be real with you. As I was talking about some of these things, um, I put some notes in my phone sometimes. I started crying because I can resonate with this. like These self-limiting beliefs they come up for me too, all the time. And I am doing exactly what I'm telling you that I'm doing or to do. I'm I'm doing processing that and like I make excuses too. And eventually it gets to the point where that excuse pisses me off so much and I don't understand why I'm doing it. And it always comes back to a self-limiting belief. My excuses are just self-sabotage. And so that leads me in... <laughs> great introduction there, to tell you that you have excuses. We have excuses. We all do, right? And as far as your health and fitness journey goes, I hear all the time excuses like, I don't have the time. I'm too busy. I'm not motivated. I don't have any energy. I don't have the energy that you do. I don't know what workouts to do. The list goes on and on, right? And I know to most people, these sound like excuses. I mean, they sound legit. Like if you're saying then they sound real. If you say, I don't have time and I'm not motivated, you're really feeling in that moment that like that's facts. When I hear that, it's funny because my clients will come to me and say those things like, I don't have time. I feel like this and I feel like this. And then they'll say, I know that's just an excuse, but I don't know what to do about it. And what I say and what I think is like, yes, that is an excuse. What you are saying is, is a literal excuse for why you're not doing something. And technically, that is true. But when I hear someone say those things to me, what I hear is that there's something underneath. I can see through that bullshit and feel that there is a deeper reason why they're saying that. And I don't know if that's because I'm an empath <laughs> or if that's because I've been there myself. I don't know why I'm honestly really good at that, but I hear what they're saying, like those are excuses. My mind never goes to like, well, how can we get you more time or how can we get you motivated or how can we get you energy? Because that's not the problem. Like that's not what we're trying to fix. My brain instantly goes deeper into the self-limiting belief and the self-sabotage. And I don't ever like say that, I guess, out loud. I don't. It's not a process that I think through. It's just how it is. And so I do think that excuses are bullshit. Like when people say that to me, I'm like, you freaking do have time. Like, hello, like you do when you know that. But like, I don't let people get away with saying those things to me, especially my clients, because when they're saying that to me, it's like a cry for help. Like I want to do my workout, but I just my week was so busy and my weekends are so crazy and I just didn't have time. And actually, my first thought is, well, so are mine. Like, okay. But then I go back to like, okay, why are you actually saying that? Right? Why did you not make time for yourself? So I know there's an underlying reason. And so for my clients, I give them some grace while we figure it out. And I encourage them to give themselves grace while they figure it out. Because like, there is a reason we just have to dig. It's not always as simple as me just saying, "Just get your butt to the gym, right? Just get your workout in, like drop your excuses and get it done." Because it's not that simple. Often, sometimes it is absolutely, and sometimes it needs to be. And we need to just not dig deep all the time. We need to, you know, we need to just have the habit and do it. But sometimes we make excuses for things that we're scared to do. Uh, Sometimes we make excuses for things that we don't think we can do, things that we think we will fail at, things that we have failed at in the past, and we don't want to fail at that again. And I get it because especially in this health and fitness journey, like if you've tried diets before, which I'm sure you have, you've probably succeeded at some and you've probably failed at some. And maybe you've succeeded and failed at the same diet because that's the cycle we get in. Maybe you've started a workout program and it went really well and you were able to stick to it and then you failed and you fell off the wagon, right? Life got busy and you sucked and like you failed, you think. And so, of course, it's easy to say, like, well, that didn't work. I don't want to do that again. But in the back of your mind, you probably know that that diet is bullshit. And you probably know that like the workouts you're doing are obviously, if you're not sticking to them, then they're not working for you. Like you probably know deep down some of the reason why you're not getting results or why you're not showing up for yourself. but it's easier, especially when you don't know, it's easier to say those excuses and and try to like get away with it, right? But the truth is that there is some deeper things going on here. And this is so important, and I want you to know this because it's true. When you say those little excuses, you believe them. You think, I don't have time, and I don't have motivation, and I'm so busy. You really, really do believe that when you're saying it. And it's because you don't dig deep enough to figure out the self-limiting belief, and then you're self-sabotaging by saying those excuses. But you also don't know. You're not aware that it's a self-limiting belief. You just think the thing. And that comes from years. I believe that comes from years of just not being aware of that, right? It's as far as your health and fitness journey like for years like a lot of people use food to numb pain and that could have started in childhood or they use food to suppress their feelings. A lot of people clients that I've had in the past deal with all of these things. Um a lot of people think that like their family genetics define them, right? Like well my sister is overweight and my mom's overweight and my grandma's overweight and my dad's overweight, so obviously I'm overweight. Like you know, obviously, Christy, I can't lose weight like it's it's my family genetics that that are bad for me, like there's high cholesterol and there's you know all of the things, and that's not true. Your family's genetics do not define you, but if you've heard your mom say that or your sister say that, if you've heard your family always say like, "Well, we're just bigger people or we just really like carbs or we're just big boned, or like, this is just how we are, then that's been instilled in you your entire life. Well, of course, you believe that and you don't think that it's wrong or self sabotage. Um, family's lifestyles can define you, right? Like if you're just, if your family is just unhealthy, or full of alcoholism, or doesn't have a lot of money, like those are things that really define kind of your belief system. And then that carries into every area of your life. And your health and fitness journey is no different because it's all mental and it takes work. It's no different. Even like perfectionism, I've seen, that's a huge... This I can speak on from experience. Um, A lot of this I can, but this one, I am a perfectionist to the T. It's like we know this is a lifestyle and maybe you don't yet. When I first started on my fitness journey, I didn't know this was like I I guess if you think about it logically, right, you're going to have to do this forever, obviously, but you don't think about it like that. You just pick a program and you're like, I'm going to do it for six to 12 weeks and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to not miss a day. I think deep down we know that it's a lifestyle, but we still get defeated when we miss a single workout. You know, like I will sign someone up for a 12 week workout program and I'll be like, okay, this is going to be awesome, but like you're going to have bad weeks, you're going to have rough days, you're going to mess up. And like, that's okay. Like, it's okay. And still when they miss a workout, they're like, can I start over? Can I start the program over? Or can I make up this workout at the end? Because I really fell off track. I missed like two workouts. (laughs) Like, okay. Those two workouts don't matter in the long scheme of things. Like this is a long-term game, but that perfectionism is built in us to be like, well, paid for this 12 weeks. So I paid for every single workout. And if I didn't do every single workout, then I didn't get my money's worth. And that's just not the way that you should be looking at it. You should be looking at it like, all what are the other non scale victories? Can I maybe finish this program, miss two workouts? Probably more. Let's be real. Um, I've missed two just this week. <laughs> it's Wednesday. So <laughs> I'm just being real. Can we maybe count that as a win? Like you missed some workouts in a workout program and you didn't beat yourself up for it? Maybe... Maybe that's a win, right? Maybe you learned how to treat yourself better, speak to yourself nicer, hit your macros. You learned about protein. Like you learned a ton of things and you did a lot of the workouts, but you you will always focus on like the one or two things that like you could have done better, right? So I think that perfectionism is so disabling at times. But I'll be honest, like that's something that I struggle with. Perfectionism, I do not struggle with anymore there are different like self-limiting beliefs that I have right now. They will change. And so whenever you find yourself in a little rut, like, I don't want to work out or whatever the reason, like there's something deeper. I struggle a lot with self-sabotage in the way of, and I think this is, God, I would almost bet that this is almost every single woman to an extent I'm learning. I struggle with self-sabotage, self-limiting beliefs in the sense of thinking that i'm not worthy. I do this a lot and more so of my business, but i think i've talked about last week and the week before how i've been sick and i haven't been like getting up early and those kind of things and if i could really honestly when i was creating these notes i that's when i started crying was like is that why i'm not giving it my full effort right now because i'm kind of healing and you know going through these things and like on my own little journey over here like am i thinking that i'm not worthy of this that could be so i had to dig a little deeper on that and i challenge you if you're thinking right now like christy that's that's not me like i'm not i don't think that i'm not worthy like that's not it i just literally don't have time <laughs> if you're thinking that right now really sit with that maybe maybe journal on that a little bit because i think for women every friend that i have that i have spoken to on a level you know that can get a little deeper and or client we struggle with thinking we're not worthy of spending time on ourselves or getting healthy or having the body we want or whatever the fuck it is that we want. A lot of times as women, and maybe men too, I just don't work with men. We think we're not worthy of it. And this comes from a whole long line of BS. And that's a probably a topic we should not discuss on this podcast. But that comes from a long line of things, but that is a big one. So surrounding yourself with women who will get you through that is is huge, but that's a whole nother topic. These things will force you to dig deep. If you're noticing that like we started from like, I don't have time and I'm not motivated to now not thinking you're worthy of things. That's where this comes from. Because on the surface, you make excuses, but why? Because self-sabotage makes it easier to quit before you even start, because then you don't fail, right? I didn't fail at that workout program because I didn't even buy it because I thought I would suck at it and didn't want to start it in the first place. Like that's not that's not okay, but that's really what it boils down to. When I have people that are like, I'm finally, what people will send me messages all the time, women that are like, I'm so ready to start working with you. I've been trying it on my own and I've been trying all these things and I'm ready to dive in on myself. I'm ready to get the body that I want. And it's like, yeah, you have to go through that time of like trying it on your own and sucking it up and really kind of figuring that out before you're like, I'm ready for help. Like, Christy, help me. And I'm real enough to be honest with you and say that like I had to do the same thing. And so I think you trust me in the sense that like I share with you my experiences and I will dig deep with you because being stuck in that diet cycle is so hard. It makes you lose confidence in yourself. You think you'll always look and feel the way that you do right now. And sometimes it just paralyzes you and you need help. And so I have worked with women in the past that used self-sabotage as a crutch that had self-limiting beliefs. In fact, I have an entire training module on that in my 12-week course And I took a course, it was the Transformation Specialist course through the ISSA Institute where I got my personal training certification. I took an entire course on transforming and basically behavior specialist and um, psychology and a lot of those things. And honestly, a lot of that stuff for me was like repeat when I took that course. And a lot of it was honestly BS. It's a lot of like rewarding and that kind of stuff, which works, but like, if you just dig deep enough, in my opinion, if you just dig deep enough to figure out why you're not doing what you need to be doing, right? If you just figure that out for yourself, I don't feel like you need rewards at the end of each week like, "Oh, I hit my five workouts so I can go buy a new pair of workout shorts." Like that just that seems like BS to me. That's a cover-up. But that's the things that we have to learn in this health and fitness space which have nothing to do with anything. Like that'll work for a little while, but that's not that's not helpful. And but anyway, I took a whole course, two courses on all of this and learned a lot, but a lot of this has just come from my own experience with myself and my clients and just really, like I said earlier, like being an empath, I think I just understand people on a different level to where like I just get it. I can kind of feel what you're feeling and understand what you're feeling without you even saying it. And I think that has really been beneficial for me. I didn't know that, I don't think, until recently. I mean, I've always heard, like, Christy, you get it. Like, you're a really good coach and you're listening, but I never understood, like, why. And honestly, I don't, I don't want to say I don't care why, but like, I don't. I'm good at it. I love it. I have always wanted to just genuinely help people. And this kind of stuff lights me up. Like, in high school, my high school counselor would say, "Like, well, what do you want to do? Like, what do you want to do after school?" And I'm, I literally would just say, "I just want to help people." I don't. And She'd say, "Like, you want to be a psychologist? You want to be a social worker?" I'm like, "Not really. No, I just want to help people. <laughs> Whatever that looks like, kind of like however I'm led to do that would be great." And this is this is it. Like, I feel like this is my genre, but I think that. You can only go so far like you can only see as what you've experienced, right? So I think experiencing these things on my own. Um, so when someone will come to me and say like, well, I know that you're a macro coach and you teach macros in your programs, but I've tried macros before and they don't work for me. Well, I tried macros like six times before they worked for me because I was doing macros a way that like six other people taught macros Well, I needed it to be taught in a way that fit for me and my life and the way that i understood and the way that i needed it. So i understand like i've been there. I've tried all the diets and i've tried them more than once because i'm so stubborn. Like i don't want that to not work. I want to try this and succeed at it, so i'll try to figure it out. Most diets just don't they just don't work. They're not supposed to. They're not built for long term. Or when i hear people say even like i've tried the kind of workouts that you do or i've tried this group program before, whatever. Like Whatever you've tried before, I've probably tried it too. Only I decided to make it work for me. And through doing that, I had to experience a lot of things. And like also going from where I started, when I started this journey, I had a toddler and an infant. And now I have two teenagers. Like there's been a lot of life happening in there where I've had to tweak everything. And so, I've had a lot of self limiting beliefs and a lot of self sabotage and a lot of excuses for me to rewire myself through. And I think that that, I think that's just really important to know that we all go through that. So when I hear you say an excuse to me and we go through like, okay, well, that's self sabotage. And then this is the self limiting belief behind that. I don't have any judgment there. It's really just us digging through that. And once you figure out that, and you turn it into a positive, it just makes this journey so much easier. It's not like it's easier to do the things, but the things that I teach are simple. So once you figure out what's standing in your way, it kind of is easier to do the thing because you removed the problem, right? So to wrap up this topic, I love this topic. I could talk about this for a really long time. Just to be honest, there's not, there's not any tips, really. I do have a couple here at the end. But There's not like a some bullet points that I can go through to cure you of self-sabotage, right? You will need some support and accountability. And for the right reasons, you must find someone that has the best outcome for you in mind, especially on your I'm talking just about your health and fitness journey at this point, actually. But this is a big reason why I left Beachbody because I care too much for you to be a number or a commission. I could no longer be a Beachbody coach because basically I cared like you people would come to me with their problems. And unfortunately, I didn't have the tools at that time. And or I was being pushed to like get more numbers, right? Get more clients. And right now I don't have to do that because I have my own business, but like I care. It's different now. And that's a big reason why I left that that job was just because for me, it didn't align. And so make sure when you are looking for someone, when you decide that you're ready and Side note, you are ready. You're as ready as you will ever be. And it's okay. It's okay to be ready. When you look for someone that for support and accountability, make sure that they make sure that you're doing it for the right reason and make sure that they have the best outcome for you in mind. Make sure you're not just a number. Make sure that you're not just their friend. And so when you're doing something and you, you know, tell them your goals or you tell them how you did for the day, they're not just going to say, oh, keep trying. Better luck next time. Like you have goals and they need to hold you to it. And so preferably, obviously, hiring someone in that space. But if not, what whoever you go to, make sure they have the best outcome for you in mind. And I will end with a couple things that you can do is to document your thoughts, always, 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 and journal deeply on your thoughts. Maybe even sit down and say, like, reasons why I don't stick to a workout program and write out, write down all the excuses and then take each one of those excuses and really dig deep and figure out really what's going on there and just why. Keep asking yourself why. That's what I have my ladies do. I don't have enough time to work out. Why don't you have enough time to work out? And then you answer that. And then why is that happening? And then you answer that. And then why? And you will eventually get to the point where you'll figure it out. Usually this comes with me crying. <laughs> when I when I start crying, I know that that's, <laughs> that's it. I found it. And also... Ask yourself whose belief you're taking on. If you believe that your family is just genetically you know, overweight, like if you just whatever it is that you're believing that you're too busy or that you're stuck here, that you've tried everything or you're supposed to be this way. Ask yourself whose belief that is. Has someone told you that your whole life? Are you surrounded by people right now who are telling you that? Even the silliest things, like even if like, well, carbs are bad, who told you that? You know, and and what do they look like? And what do they feel like? Do they have the body that you want? Make sure if someone's giving you advice on your life that they have the life that you want, right? Like don't take financial <laughs> advice from a broke person. Do not take health advice from an overweight, unhealthy person. Like make sure that the person you're taking these beliefs on has the life that you're like kind of looking up to and make sure that there's someone that you can trust and then take that belief and and really document on that like why do you think carbs are bad why do you think that your family is just genetically fucked like why do you think these things who told you that and journal on that like why is that true or not true and figure out your own beliefs on that and then lastly take it one step at a time you can journal and journal and journal and make a mess on a piece of paper and then pick one thing to focus on, right? If you wanna work on why you think you don't have time or where the heck is my motivation or why can I just not get in five workouts a week or why can I not hit my macros? Pick one of those things and start to work on it with someone that you trust and make sure that you do not have a timeline in place on figuring that out because there's no timeline, really, honestly, on your health journey, on your mental journey. This just doesn't come with a timeline. You're not going to be able to do it in a certain amount of time. This is each individual to each his own. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. It was a little deep, but it's very, very necessary because at the end of the day, your excuses are just a cover for your self-limiting beliefs. And until you reach the bottom, the core of yourself and the core of those self-limiting beliefs, you won't take action on the things that you need to take action on. So I will talk to you next week thanks for listening to today's show. Go ahead and leave a rating and a review. And of course, follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And I would love it so much if you came to connect with me over on Instagram at Christy Castillo Fit. I will see you next time.